Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode two of our podcast, Music Lovers Paradise. We just want to thank you all for all of the feedback that we got. It was very overwhelming. We didn't think that many people would enjoy listening to us talk about music back and forth, but you guys did, and we want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to that. So, so that's t- kind of why we are giving you an episode a little bit sooner. We thought maybe we would just do it every other week, but... Y'all like us, which is kind of flattering, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I think we're cool, but yeah. for other people to think that is pretty neat. So, Yeah, so thank you guys. So today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, if you watch our first podcast, you listened and we were talking about Ian Munsick's new album. So we are going to talk about that just today on the podcast. Um, I'm super excited. I had high expectations and he past those expectations um he really took it home with this one so let's just go ahead and jump into it so the first song is from a horse's mouth i'll i'll start because listen right off the bat timmy comes in right off the bat with that fiddle and if you know we love timmy so much and so that was amazing like right off the get-go timmy just sent it home um the beat is good the chorus was amazing and then I could obviously tell why he put this song as the first song on the album I totally agree so this is my thoughts on from the horse's mouth close your eyes and I want you to vision this in your head okay Okay? so they're in an arena because this is gonna send Ian to stardom he made the comment on his live the other day wait what arena am I thinking like, no. we talking T-Mobile or be I'm okay? I'm thinking we should go be okay. Okay. Because okay. he said on his live from Old Red the other day that it takes 10 years in Nashville and he's at 10 years. Okay? So, we're, in the we're be thinking okay. be okay center. Yep. Okay? Eyes closed. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Stage is dark mm-hmm. and the spotlight is on Timmy. Yeah, I love and Timmy. Timmy starts with his fiddle. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then, as the fiddle part is getting over, the Rocky Mountain Fever Band does their little, what is like a rattlesnake sound, Mm -hmm. and then the lights are still dim, and Ian starts playing, and then all of a sudden, it hits that beat, and the lights just go crazy, crazy, and we all go crazy, so in my mind... You couldn't have picked a better first song oh, to start your sophomore album because it's like that song is pretty much, in my opinion, saying, hold my beer. Like, we're ready to go. I'm ready to go. And yeah. that's kind of how his concerts start out. For sure. So I just think it's genius both directions. Oh, yeah. And obviously these are like we listened to him the first time and wrote this down so like we i while i was listening to the song i was typing out how i felt about them all right so moving on we have obviously he started off with a really good one the next one's called arrowhead um you want to start us off sure okay so i love about this song is how he turned looking for an arrowhead into really being a woman that's what i wrote down Mm -hmm. and you guys, that is why he is so incredible at storytelling. Yes. 
because when you sing that song, you are picturing, you know, flipping over the rock on the water. Like I could see him walking in the creek. Yeah, Yeah. looking for the arrowhead. And then all of a sudden you realize that it's, he's looking for this certain woman. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this word numerous times through this podcast. Genius. Yeah, for sure. Pure genius. Yeah. Okay, so um, if you don't know us, we are huge Chiefs fans. reminded me of arrowhead but i'm thinking he we are manifesting that he's going to headline arrowhead stadium one day that's when i listen to the song this was me manifesting oh him my gosh headlining yes. arrowhead stadium hands down 100 oh that kind of gave me goosebumps yeah that no, because that day, the day be that awesome. happens i will be sobbing in the crowd because you know we saw him last year at power and light so it was and like he was giving a Chiefs fan. Kansas City a little taste, and then all taste of a of sudden, music. Mm-hmm. here we go. Yeah. All right. Okay, wait, I'm going to throw you off really quick okay. and just sidetrack us just for, like, a few seconds. Okay. How cool will it be when, like, right now, you know, he's the opening number for some of the bigger yeah. arena shows that he would be the headliner. Yeah, I know. know That's That's like full circle. That's almost like your ticket, like you clocked it or checked it Mm -hmm. or you made it. And that's why I literally said that we are manifesting that he is going to be headlining Arrowhead Stadium one day. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, next is River Run. So this was a album release that came, or a single that came out uh, previous to the album. Um, I love River Run. Uh, we've heard it live. It's so good. It's, I, it just gets you. It gets you like, like tapping your foot, nodding your head. You're like standing there in the front. Like it's, and that's pretty much what I wrote. You yeah, know, that it was an early release of the album, and it's one of my favorite songs live. It's mm-hmm. just, it gets you going. Yeah, I mean, all of the songs do, but like, yeah, but it's just really cool as we go through these. There are some that we have already heard live mm-hmm. and what the meaning of them are. So it's kind of cool to, you know, already have I've heard it. Heard some. Okay. The next one on the album is called Ranch Hand. Take it away. Okay. So what I love about this song is that each person interprets a song or a lyric differently yeah exactly and that is what makes music so beautiful Mm -hmm. I agree and when I listened to this song it instantly made me think of my dad Mm -hmm. and your daddy because they both work so hard for our families you know my dad growing up I was a baton twirler and it wasn't cheap and I remember him working from sun up to sundown, but never missing anything I ever did. Mm -hmm. And then daddy is always, you know, working (laughs) all day and whether he's at the land doing things or he's helping, you know, Aunt Jen Mo or whatever it may be. To me, they are our ranch hands. And that's what's so cool about that song is I was able to interpret it like, into our own lives. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, I just, I loved the chorus. I loved the beat. I loved the meaning behind the song. And I loved how he threw in a slower song right there. Yes. 
All right. The next one I really am excited about is called Neon Bright Side. I absolutely love the intro. I think it is the perfect, like, two-stepping song. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you put that down? <laughs> I'm going to read you exactly what I wrote. Okay. Okay. It says, I cannot line dance. Because, like, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I just don't know. It's not It's not popular around here. And yes, it is. Where do you go to country line dance? The, um, oh, my gosh, the Dirty Mule. They line dance every single night. Okay. For 18-year-olds. But okay. I am 40-something-something. Okay, well. Yeah, okay. So. Gotcha. It says, I cannot line dance, but I can two-step. And let me tell you, this song makes me want to dance. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I put. Um, it is literally the perfect two-stepping song. It's so good. Um, I said Timmy on the fiddle, of course. Like, of course. I just I just love Timmy. And then I really love the ending of the chorus. Um I really don't know how to explain that, but, like, I don't know something about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, overall, it was a really good song. I liked it. It does. It makes me want to boot, scoot, and boogie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can both agree. I could probably hill toe do do but I would make a fool out of myself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next is Long Live Cowgirls. My turn. Okay, go. <laughs> I have two words for you. Yes. Kojo and That's Ian. That's literally what I wrote down. I Do said, we need to say any more? Yeah. No. No. It's complete perfection. Yeah. So, you don't even have to say anything else. Exactly. So um, we actually heard about Ian through Cody Johnson. He opened up for him in the BOK Center in 2021. Oh, it's been a lot. Or 2022. 2021. You know, I don't know. It was 2021. When we went and saw him on the pit, and it was the previous year yep, that we saw so him because we, we were standing. Yep, yep. So we saw him 2021. We were in the back of the BOK Center. Had never heard of this kid ever before. Um, I listened to him on the way there. Uh, if you listened to the first podcast, I told you exactly where I can remember hearing Long Haul for the first time. And um, we were blown away. We... Like, that's, Cody Johnson was pretty much the one that showed us who Ian was. Right. And, um. Pure perfection. Yeah, basically. Okay, this one, I th- Mom and I have talked about <laughs> since this song came out. Barn Burner. Let me talk first. <laughs> I love this song. I love this song. But you have to remember, I graduated high school in 1999. Mm-hmm. And in 1999, there was a song release called Earl Had to Die by the Dixie Chicks. Mm -hmm. The moment I heard this song, I was like, oh, okay, this is Earl's take on Wanda. This is his take. For sure. I could not stop listening to this song on repeat. And then, of course, the very end, in true Ian and the Rocky Mountain Fever band fashion, they sent it the home. breakdown I, of yep, the music. Yep, don't even worry, I have that. I mean, if your foot is not stomping and your hands are not clapping, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with you. Yeah, no, all I had to say is, like, the beginning had me hooked right off the bat. Like, they didn't even have to start singing, and I was like, okay. <laughs> it's hitting yes. the fan. Um, obviously, the band, the band sounded incredible. They always do. Um, <laughs> Timmy on the fiddle again. Oh, yeah. 
And then I think that this song is the new Horses Are Faster. You know how it has the yes. breakdown at the end? Yes. This is the new Horses Are Faster. Yeah. And to me, it's like... Like, this is the one he'll close with. Okay, I could see that. Because he closes with Horses Are Faster. Yeah. But this one right here just sent me back to high school. Yeah. Like, this song was incredible. Like, yesterday at work, I listened to the album four different times like I just I just let it just looped it yeah yeah I was like okay this just gets better and better every time every time you hear it yeah okay so the next song in the album is dig um all I said was I heard the song live and it made me cry and that that's enough said that was mine that we were very fortunate to hear this song live Mm -hmm. a week after it was released and goosebumps tears in my eyes this is one song that I have on repeat over and over and over again. Oh, for sure. I cannot get enough of it. Mm-mm. I love it. Yeah, no. Like, that's all I had to put on this one. It literally, goosebumps. Heard it a week after it was released. Incredible. And then sang every single word to it when he sang it. Because yeah. it, we had everyone, had it Everyone repeat. around us was like, oh, yeah, new song. And me and mom were like... Yes! <laughs> we were the only ones that were just chilling in the front row, singing our little hearts out. Absolutely. All right. More Than Me. This is one of my favorite songs that he released before his album. So this Hands is down. what I have on here. This is his song to Caroline. Caroline, yeah. And my two cents are to you. I want you to find a man that sings like Ian sings to Caroline. That is like the dream of a mom is for you to find someone that Okay, so can Timmy you. sing or like what are we doing here? Sweeps you off your feet. Timmy can Sha- you Sean, Sean, I know you can sing, honey. Timmy, can you sing? <laughs> Timmy, you could potentially be listening to this. I don't know. I don't know, can but you sing. That that would be what I take from that song. Yeah. Like for your child or your daughter to find someone that sings to you the way that Ian sings to Caroline. Brooklyn, you are a goober. So Brooklyn has a picture of her and Sean Mendez um, on this book stand that we're setting beside. And she just pulls it out and gives it a kiss. <laughs> now you're cheating on Timmy. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to me. Actually, we'll put that away. It's okay. Alrighty. Um, next is Little Man. I said that Crawford is literally the cutest, and he is adorable. So and we live in a place called Crawford County, so we are kind of like, if you need a nanny, Ian, hit me up. I talked last week on the podcast about how this song really pulled up my heartstrings. Because of Boston and him now being, you know, 12 and just how quickly you grow up. And there's just this crazy, incredible bond with a mom and a son. And Mm -hmm. there's this incredible bond with you and I that's something completely different. Yeah, You know, and so that song really pulls at my heartstrings. Yeah. Well, again, one of my favorite releases that came out before this album 
All right. The one that this song I was the most excited about. This is the song of the album. It is White Buffalo. I was so excited about this song. Um, he had released it like a little snippet of it on Instagram. And I was blown away. His voice sounds amazing. Um, the harmonies at the end where they're all like, oh, I had the chills listening to this song. Um, and the way that I am so excited to hear this one live. Right. This one I will be sobbing to. Yes. This song right here, if these lyrics do not take your breath away oh, and hit sure. you in the fills, mm -hmm. you might want to get your heart checked. Yeah. Because it is powerful. Oh, hands and down. And it is moving and it is so good. And I say this with full-blown meaning that this song is the new long haul. Hands down. I can see that, this too. This song is the new long haul. Yeah. The long haul of this album, at least. Yeah. I agree. For sure. Could you imagine hearing them both in a concert at I'm one time? I'm gonna cry. Sob. Yeah. That's gonna be Because this one, this one hit hard, and so I'm gonna... Oh, boy. That'll make me sob. All right, the next one is called Bluegrass. I think this one is so good. Continue on. All right, so this one, the melody, mm -hmm. the banjo. That's what I put, yeah. The fiddle, mm -hmm. how he changes singing from, you know, his regular Ian voice to his high-pitched Ian voice. Yeah. It's just a perfect quote-unquote bluegrass mm -hmm. song. Yeah. And I love the meaning that he was like, I'm going to roll up some bluegrass. Yeah. <laughs> it, I thought that was funny. But, yeah, I said this one had my foot tapping. Like, I was sitting there doing my makeup for work, and, like, my foot's tapping. And I'm like, okay, okay. I like this one. Right. All right, this next one is called Cow Shit in the Morning. This title is hilarious. But this song is so, so good. I have this. The lyric. I would rather smell cow shit in the morning <laughs> than put up with your, up with your bullshit every night. That's hilarious. That's genius. <laughs> that is so, yes. Yes. <laughs> I am telling you, those lyrics alone, I was like, wait a damn minute. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally all I, I have to say about that. Laughed like I literally giggled. It was like, okay then. Yeah, no, so funny. The lyrics are hilarious. Overall, this song is so funny, and I loved it. I, I love absolutely it. loved it. It was it was too good. All right, the next song is called Field of Dreams. Um, I really like how this song is like dedicated to his father. Right, and I also think. You have Vince Gill on yeah. this song. Like, he is seriously a legend. You have a legend on your sophomore album. Yeah. And I really hope that when Ian has his Opry show in May, that Vince shows up to play this mm -hmm. with him because that's a really cool thing. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, he's he's making it. That's all. And when I see him do his first headline tour, I'll be at the first show. Catch you in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> he 
you and you are the pit princess. Yes, I am. I totally <laughs> raised a pit princess. Oh, for sure. All right, the next one is called Blazin. Okay, plain and simple. I love the song. Like, yes. There is no. It hit me in the heart. I was like. Like, there's no other way to explain it. Like, I just love this song, plain and simple. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, where he's like, one for her, one for me, and one for why did this have to end? I was like, mm, that one, <laughs> in the heart, took it right back out and shut it right back in. That, that one hit. That song hit so hard. And overall, it was just amazing. It's a great song. Yeah. Okay, Missing Her Plane is the next one. I loved this as soon as he posted it on his Instagram. The little snake, like yes. sneak peek. The beat. I love the chorus. I just love this song. Again, it makes me just want to dance. The fiddle, it makes the song that much better. Timmy, you make the song that much I better. Just, I just want to dance. Like, there is no way that you can listen to Missing Her Play and not move. Yeah. You know, like... Some people can just stand there and, like, I don't watch. understand there how people do no that. no way. Like, I cannot stand still when I hear that song. No, like... I'm driving, and I'm still, like, swaying back and forth. Oh, I'm saying, like, standing in the pit or something. Like, there's people, like, around me not standing. I was getting my jacket stuck in the barricade. That's how much I was moving. Yeah. Like, you are a little out of control. I was excited. I know, but sometimes you have to remember that... People came there to listen to Ian sing, and sometimes <laughs> you get to singing so loud. Because I'm let's, excited. Let's be honest. We are not the greatest of singers in this household. So, you know, maybe sometimes you need to take it down and up. No, because I'm poor, excited. <laughs> the poor people beside you, and Ian's probably thinking, oh, my Lord, listen to this girl. He's probably like, she's actually nice. He probably met me when he probably met me and thinking, was like, oh, she's not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I never said I was, but all right, horses and weed. Take it away, Mom. This is this is Ian's anthem. Yeah. This is for sure. who he is, start to finish, up and down. This song is his anthem. Yeah, and, like, let's talk about the merch that he came out with, the I rolling know. paper. <laughs> And again, we talked about this last week. Like his wife is a genius when it comes to her graphics. Yeah, but and that the, picture. The freaking, now, did you order what? What shirt did you? I order? ordered the long live cowgirls. Long shirt. live cowgirls one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It. I wanted them all, but I told myself I was gonna do one. One each paycheck. Sounds like a good idea to me. <laughs> um, I love horses and weed. I've seen it twice in concert, and it pretty much it just gets better every time. Um, that's all I have to say about that. And the next is Indian paintbrush. Um, I love the idea behind like what the paintbrush is. It's a tree. Um, I just love all the Native American references in this entire album. What what tribe is he from? Do we know? I have no idea. I should have looked that up before, but yeah, I wonder. Oh my gosh, we could be blood. I wouldn't think that you would be, but okay. So my take on Indian Paintbrush, like his ability to tell a story and then to paint this image or this story in your mind yeah. as you listen to it, that's just 
pure talent of a songwriter. Mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of people can do that. And that is one thing that he is so incredibly talented at is when he sings a song, you can close your eyes and imagine picture it, yeah. or imagine exactly what he's singing. Mm-hmm, for sure. I mean, that with any song he's ever... Right. Like, anything like that, he paints a picture. He has a God-given talent. Oh, hands down, for sure. Um, So what are your overall thoughts on this album? My overall thoughts are this sophomore album is going to send him to stardom. I I hope and pray that it does because he, he deserves that. He is a true country boy, and... The, he is true country. We true need true country back yeah. in country music. I agree. And Cody Johnson, Ian Munzik, if there's a dynamic duo that it's, can do it, it'll be those it's two. Those two. And they really are like, like we said on the podcast last week, talking about his human uh, performance at the CMTs. That was, that's what's gonna bring country music back into country music. Yeah. And, like, the fiddle, the banjo, that is all music, um, old country music. Like, if you listen to any old country music song, right? the fiddle and the banjo are there. Yeah, sometimes and, I feel like some artists, and I'm not saying all because a lot of them have very driven country songs mm-hmm. and then kind of veer right with a different type or veer left with yeah. a different type. Yeah, but... It doesn't matter if the song is slow. It doesn't matter if the song is fast. There is such country drive behind mm-hmm. every single thing that he puts out. Oh, for sure. And he and just that, he has the country look. And that is one thing that he says. You know, if I don't like this music, how do I expect you to like it? Yeah. And so he's true to himself, and mm-hmm. I hope that he never loses that. I yeah. hope that when he does hit that stardom status that he doesn't lose who he is because they're so humble yeah so kind so and that's happened yeah that's happened to so many people like we talked about that the other day when somebody on the cmts walked out to uh given an award out two of them to be exact and we were like what happened to this kid like stardom really got to him and i really hope that's never the case with ian um, like when we got to talk to him at that meet and greet, I like, I felt like he was my best friend. Right. He's just like, so down to earth. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't look at us any differently than he looks at somebody else. You yeah. Know? Like that's a cool feeling. Yeah. And like when I went to ask him, like ask to hug him, he was like, of course. Like, right. like took a picture with him. Because talked. true artist, true human beings know that the only way that they will make it in their profession is with their fans. Mm-hmm. And to appreciate your fans is a huge deal because some artists just go perform. They could give one hell of a show. Yeah, but, but they don't, you don't care about their fans. don't acknowledge the people that have worked their tails off mm-hmm. to use their money to come see you, Yeah, it's kind of disheartening. Like, yeah. just... A little shout out goes a long ways. Mm-hmm. Like heck, I worked my butt off so I could be in the front row to see Ian to meet him. Like That's I paid right. for you and ours. Like yeah, 
That so was... Daddy and I bought you the tickets when we went to Wichita, and you were dead set two weeks later that we were going to Arkansas, and you worked your tail off, and you not only bought the tickets, but you paid for the VIP. Mm-hmm. And that says a lot for Ian that someone would who's be... Who's 18 years old. <laughs> who's 18 years old would be so willing to work their tail off to yeah. go to their concert and not, like, work their tail off to go to a bar or work their tail off to... You work at a boutique, you know, spend every <laughs> ounce of your paycheck at the boutique. Yeah. So that, again, just shows his character and who he is as not only an individual, but an artist as well. I agree. So, Ian, if you somehow stumble upon this podcast, hear us talking, uh, all I just want to say is thank you for country music being country music and... I don't think I've ever had a, like, artist make this big of an impact. Yeah. Like, to the point that I'm going to get long-haul tattooed on me somewhere. Right. Which you already have a I have Cody a Cody Johnson, Johnson tattoo. And you have a Shawn Mendes. Yeah. Rephrase that, though. You you don't have a Cody Johnson tattoo. You have a lyric. Yeah. I have a lyric. I have She's Stronger tattooed on my wrist. Um, just when days are hard, you just, like, look down at it and know that... Right. Or, like, even listen to that song, like, uh, I went to a tryout, and that was the song that I listened to to, like, calm me down because I was, like, freaking out. Um, anything with that, like, interviews or anything like that, that's the song I listen that's to. That's your pump-up song. Yeah, basically. Right. <laughs> and then you have your one on your I, foot of Sean. Yeah, basically it's, um, he has little sunflower tattooed on his chest, and I love the meaning behind it, so I got it tattooed on my foot, and, um... Now I think it's time to get long haul tattooed somewhere. What number of tattoo will this be? Six. I think. <laughs> Six or seven. <laughs> Losing count, are we? Yeah. <laughs> but they're all small. I mean, they're all hidden 90% of the time. But And they all truthfully have meanings behind them. Yeah. It's not like you just got a tattoo because, you yeah, know, exactly. and that's because there's a story that goes with it yeah there's a story that goes with every single tattoo I absolutely and so Ian made a huge impact on my life and so I think that it's time for me to get it tattooed somewhere of course yeah alrighty so that was that we love this album we're proud of Ian hopefully he hears this podcast and he knows and take our word for it download it Yes. Buy it. Yes. Whatever you need to do. We Buy have the Apple merch. Music. <laughs> we just download it straight to our phones. Yeah. But do yourself a favor. Listen to it from start to finish. You'll hear. It's only an hour and five minutes or something yeah. like that of your time to start to finish. You will just hear some of the best country music mm-hmm. that you have heard in a long time. So thank you so much for listening to episode number two, and we will be back with another episode next week.